0: Welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host Cassandra Podzak, and today's episode is extra special because I'm interviewing Rochelle who is a member of Divinely Design Your Life The Process and I wanted to take you on the journey of hearing about how to manifest from someone that's doing this work that is just like you that started off and you know had a desire and had a dream and really used the tools and all the principles that we talk about here and in my program to the design your life to call it into their experience so sit back relax and enjoy this episode so I think your story is so encouraging and I think it's something that so many people are going to relate to so For all the listeners, so if you're tuning in, uh, Rochelle is one of our Divinely Design Your Life process members. And how this all came about was she recently wrote this amazing post on our community board um, in the process about how she essentially manifested every single aspect of this job that she wanted, right? To the T. And um, and I wanted to bring her on just to talk to you about what that what that looked like for her and how she actually used the different tools in the process. Which ones really spoke to her? How she handled perhaps maybe any like um, hiccups or, or you know things along the way. And uh, let's dive in. So you want to start off by telling us. Where were you when you began this journey? What you know, what was the current situation that kind of inspired the desire of what you manifested?
1: Okay, so I was working from home, the same as everyone else. Um, I've been in my corporate job for thirty years, and I've always trans—I've always travelled to an office, so I've always commuted. I've mostly always worked full time, so I had a very hectic day, a very hectic work life. Um, that was not in balance with the home life that I really desired so with Covid we were the majority of us were sent home and I started working from home and right away I really loved it I really loved the work-life balance that afforded me because I have you know a young daughter I was able to spend more time with her um, after school and once my job had finished I found that you know, by five o'clock, everything was done and dusted, and we had more family time. It was just amazing to me, and something that I'd never experienced before. I was less stressed, um, just because I was in my own home environment. I felt so relaxed. I felt more capable to do my job. I felt more capable as a mother, as a wife, um, and everything just felt so in flow for me, like I had never experienced before. I even would love like getting up in the morning I would do all my self-care I would meditate I would have my green juice take my wee cavapoo for a walk and even just that experience of going for a walk and just having the time to take in my surroundings things I never noticed before like the birds tweeting the sun coming up um, and that amazing space of being um, in An environment where you just appreciated everything so much more. And so then what happened was, as things were progressing with COVID, then we're in the space of thinking about we need to go back to the office. And that's fine, that I expected that was going to happen. Um, So I started to really think about what that would mean for me and my family, because it would be a, a change to go back to what what we were before. Um, and I'd always done this gratitude journal about how grateful I was to be at home all the time. And so, um, meanwhile, in the background, I'm developing this holistic health coaching business at night time, which I now had time to do, which I'd never had time I was doing a health coaching course, which I hadn't had time to do. Started setting up this business. So everything was really in flow for me. Um, And then I thought, how am I going to make this work? So this job came up and I was not going to apply for it because it was a promotion. I thought, oh, no, that's going to be more stress. I'm going to have more time in the office. And it's just not going to work. So I wasn't going to do it. And I waited weeks and I wasn't going to do it. And everyone around me was saying, why are you not doing this? You need to do it. And I wasn't going to do it. And then my husband sat me down one night and he said, you're not seeing the bigger picture here. You could actually benefit from this because there's a lot of flexible rules, which mean that you could actually still do the majority of your work from home, which you wouldn't have if you stay in your current job. You'll have to go back to the office and work full time. You know, you'll miss everything that you've you've taken the time to grow on. So I was in a very playful place with it because I thought, well, this is never going to happen. Like, I've not done any time at the, the grade they were looking at. Um, I had experience what they were looking for, but I was very much you know what, I'll throw my hat in the ring because at this point, um, and because of the spiritual journey I was already on, I was like, well, do you know what, maybe my husband's a messenger and he's telling me about this for a reason, right? Because you always have to be open and maybe I was just blocking myself. You know, those limiting, oh, those limiting fear dates um, that you have. So I applied for the job and I just forgot about it, because I thought, you know, I'm just going to let go of the outcome, I'm just going to wait and see what happens, um, and so I just forgot about it, and then it came back, and, and it said I had um, an interview, and I thought, oh no, because <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, but then I thought, well, do you know what, um, I'll just I'll just go with it, and I'll just see what happens, so it was very playful, I wasn't you know, quite knuckling it through this process where it was all fear-based. I just went with the flow. And actually, I really quite enjoyed the interview because I had no touch to the outcome. I was just like, I'll give it my best shot. i will see what happens. And I'm like, and I forgot about it. I did it. I was like, that was a great experience. And then I just forgot about it. And then went on with my life. And then i got a notification through that i got the job um and at this point it was just that you get the grades you don't actually know what job you're doing and there was another couple of weeks where you had to wait and see where are they going to post you so at this point i thought right i really need to sit and manifest on this because i know what i need if i'm going to take this job because if i don't get what i want i'm not taking job because it's not worth it to me at this point. I've seen the other side, <laughs> I've seen the other side of the fence where I can you know have such a, a, a most well done. So I decided right if I want the job I want to be mostly working from home. I want to be able to take my daughter to school and pick her up. I want to be able to get her homework done. I want to be able to finish at five o'clock half past five and everything in my day is done. So that I can spend time with my doctor and my husband or I can work in my business. And I also want to make sure that um I'm doing something different. So I wanted to move away from the current job I was in and move to other part of my corporation. So I manifested it, I meditated on it every day, I wrote it down and I journaled about it. Um, you know, Asked my divine squad, and I do it every day, every day, every day. Same thing as I got up, got up, meditated, went to sleep, meditated, journaled about it every day. And then a few weeks ago, I got this job offer. There were two job offers, which was really strange actually, because the first job offer I feel was a test, and it was like, do You want to take this
0: one? Oh, yeah I want to pause you for a second. If you want to just put your Microphone in, because I don't want to miss this, and the audio is kind of going in and out. I want everyone okay. to be able to hear this.
1: Okay, because it's <laughs> okay. it's like one of those like ear ones? <laughs> I know,
0: I know. Okay, so so actually, this is a perfect place to to, to stop because I also want to review some of the things that you you naturally kind of went through. So the first thing that happened that actually is pretty common when we're, you know, one of the earlier steps of the process is getting clear on your vision and your desires. And sometimes that comes to us from us like consciously thinking, what are my desires? Right. And then in your case, I think is another example of sometimes we're, we're given like, like almost like a taste of a situation, right? Mm -hmm. Like a sample of what it could be like with you. It was like, you didn't even realize how working from home and having a different dynamic with your work life versus family versus building a business could be prior perhaps to the pandemic, right? Yes, and yes. then you're like given this t- test, taste, not test, a taste, a sampling <laughs> of something. And and as you described it, and I, I felt that too. And I think you know, a lot of people have when we when we get a little our foot like dipping into something that's really aligned for us Mm -hmm. it's like wow this feels so good and I love how you described it where I was like you're able to pay attention to like the birds tweeting (laughs) and you know you're able to be even better at your job and like there's this feeling of kind of like the like the stars align so to speak, right? And you're yeah. like, wow, like I'm actually the best version of myself with this desire, right? Totally. So, I wanted to call that out because I think, you know, that's another way that we can identify. And sometimes just like in your case, it was something that, you know, was a temporary situation. Oftentimes in life, we get those, we get these kind of samples, right? Where maybe you get a taste of what it looks like. Maybe you rent a, and. A home for vacation, and you get a taste of what it would be like to live on the seaside, right? And then you're like, "Wow!" Of all these like things locked in, you inactivate the desire. Or maybe you know, if someone's dating, they go on a date with someone, and it's you know, the conversation is there and the chemistry there, and and everything's kind of locks in. And that may not even be their ultimate partner or anything like that, but it's like a sample of like, oh, this is the feeling, right? This is how it's supposed to feel like. And so I really, I always wanted to call that out for people um, as they're listening to your journey is that's kind of like the beginning. Sometimes we're given these little samplings of the things that really light us up and a huge clue um, as to to what's really on our soul's path and what's gonna be the best for us. Is that feeling of feeling like wow, like I'm like exactly what you said, like wow, I'm like a better wife, I'm a better, I'm a better mom, I'm a better employee, like I'm better at doing my side. I'm like I'm like firing on all cylinders here, right? I feel like that's you know just like such a um you know a a sign, right? That that's something that's really worth manifesting and sitting with and focusing on and seeing, okay, how can I align myself to attract this in uh an ongoing way and in a steady place in my life. And so, and then the second thing that you brought up that I love that you brought it up because I was thinking of it just as you said it, um, about having that realization, and I I think this is credit to the work, the spiritual work you're doing too. Around the interview, where you're like, huh, maybe my husband and all these people around me are actually divine messengers, Mm -hmm. right? And maybe it took me a
1: while though, it took me a couple (laughs) of weeks to go, oh, wait a wee minute. (laughs) Yeah, it took me a couple of weeks to actually take a step back because I was so, I was in that fear based space of I don't want to go back the way. And I think that's what it was because I was now in such an aligned space. And I was really, as you see following what lights me up, which is what got me to, you know, the spiritual coaching and the building the business because I'm just doing what lights me up, which is such an amazing way to live, right? Um and it did it and you know there's there's this is a never ending journey of spiritual awakening because you always get sucked back into the 3D reality and sometimes you forget yourself you forget that actually you have a choice of how to create your own life in this lifetime Um, and it just it took me a minute to realize that actually he was seeing the wider perspective for, for because he could see how happy I was and how balanced everything was at home you know everyone was benefiting and so was he he was working from home he was benefiting too so it just it took me a minute to remember myself and I think that's a really big lesson that I've taken away from this is to remember earlier on that it's not just myself that I need to rely on to follow the breadcrumbs to the next part of my journey through this life, you know, I don't need to always be relying on myself because, you know, people are in our lives for a, for a reason. You know, right? A reason, a season, or a lifetime, and he's certainly here for the long haul. And he knows me like nobody else. And so he could see that I was closed off when I needed to be open, um, and that was such a gift. It was such a gift because he could see what I couldn't because I was too closed off and the fear based part of myself was taken over when really I should have probably taken a step back and I did try to journal about it but it was too closed off so he then obviously someone whispered in his ear to come and help because I just needed something else you know somebody was probably tapping me on the shoulder from a divine support squad, going hey
0: Rochelle <laughs> you
1: <know, laughs> you're not hearing us so we'll need to send in
0: David <laughs> <laughs> right they know how to get the message through (laughs) so so you were talking about then when you got really clear on okay if I get this position or another position this is what I want it to look like and this is kind of what I want my schedule to look like and and this is you got really clear on um what that looked like what you know what's Steps from the process or what tools, how did you then like start about your conscious manifesting journey?
1: Okay. Well, that's so easy. So once I realized I wrote out on a pad the elements, the essence of what I was looking for. So the essence was my, my manifesting essence, if you like, was that I wanted to be um I wanted to have a better work-life balance so that I could be a better mum and a better wife and a better me, you know, Um, not necessarily in that order, but all of those elements. That was the essence of what I was looking for and also to be able to have time for this business that I've literally just launched, you know, so um, I thought, well, that can't all be a mistake, so there must be something coming over the hill to make this work. So I wrote down all the elements of what I wanted um, and then I journaled about it. That was my first step actually, was doing some journaling and it was channeled journaling to try and open up and let my divine support squad in so that they could help me see how this was going to happen and how this was going to take shape. And basically what they told me to do is to meditate on it every morning and every night And to clear my fears over the, um, you know, the those fears you have that you're not good enough. You know that will never happen to me because, you know, there's so many other people who have spent time in that grade and I've spent no time in that grade whatsoever. Um, You know, I had a lot. I, I was hitting a lot of the elements of what they were looking for, but I hadn't spent any time. And because it was a promotion that I was going for. And, um, and there were so many others, just, you know, all those, the talk that you get in your head saying, Oh, you'll never do it. Uh, there's too many people going for this job, you'll never get through. And, um, you know, you'll never remember all the elements for the interview, all the things, all the things that everybody tells themselves. Um, so, journaled meditated and then I went in to do the fear clearing so I did the tapping which I'd never actually done before I'm a Reiki master actually (laughs) and so I really resonated with the tapping because I thought oh this is actually you know it's, it's tapping into the meridian points obviously but it's very similar my mind Reiki, because you really are tapping into, you know, your 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 chakras and your meridian points, so I find that really fascinating, so I was really glad that I'd taken the time to do that one, um, and then the Pono I did that as well, which was absolutely beautiful to fall asleep to, I absolutely loved that, and um, really loved that one, so I used to do that one to go to sleep, um, and then I would write out, my fears what are my fears about this job what what am I telling myself that I'm not the reasons that I'm not going to do it and how real does this feel for me you know how true is this is this just nonsense in my head or is this actually an actual reality um and when I wrote it out it was all in my head it was just false limiting beliefs like stories that I'm telling myself that nobody else was telling me like you know my boss would phone me up and say why are you not going for this job I don't understand why are you not going for it and I was like well you know all the things and she's <laughs> saying to me are we talking about the same person because I I don't think that's true <laughs> which was like that was another one tapping me on the shoulder going mm, okay maybe it is all in my head um So I did all this work. There was a lot of fear clearing and I've since actually done fear clearing for other elements of my life also, um, which has really been very helpful, things going back to my childhood. Um, So even there's so many, I mean, this is an instance of me with my job, but there are so many elements in your life that you can use this for going forward, going back the way the, the stories that you tell yourself that you think about and you do all you use all the tools, the EFT, the Honopo, and then they they make you realise that it's stories that you've either told yourself or somebody has told you harmlessly, not meaning you any harm, but something that's just stuck in your head. You know, when I was five years old, um my mum told me I couldn't carry a message. She says, oh, oh, you've got such a poor memory, you can't carry a message. She said it as a joke, as a throwaway comment. And I carried that. I'm 48. I carried that all the way through to this interview. And I told myself, I'm not going to be able to remember it all. I was still carrying that. How crazy is that? For something that was just a throwaway comment. And why does that particular comment stick in your head it's so silly it's so silly and if you told somebody else you would be like that's so silly you're how can you carry that for 43 years and that it still affects you in this present day
0: it's, right? it's yeah crazy. It's, it's wild but it's being able to look at that you know and I think that's you're, you're such like an A plus star student of the process. I love it. You like did every everything so well and went through all the different, like from, you know, really getting centered on the essence is one of the things that we talk about in the process is thinking about not just what the specific desire is, but what's that core essence of the desire um, and starting from that place and then building out your vision. And then I love that you, from the get-go, you know, went to the channel journaling, went to the calling in your divine support squad. And, you know, you open up this container and that's like one of the, you know, one of the things that I, I try to like drill home a lot is you are so supported, you are so guided. And so allowing yourself to be held and allowing the unseen, your angels, your guides, you know, your divine support squad to be helping you out while well, you help yourself out and you do the fear clearing and you know um the the fear clearing modules are some of my favorite are some <laughs> of the things that I do all the time I'm always tapping I'm always doing the clearing the different chakra points or <laughs> butterfly and being willing and I, I you know I think that's part of the process that sometimes people have a harder time really sticking to that produces such incredible results because it is like you said, it was like literally being willing to write out all the ridiculous things that we say to ourselves in our head that are like, you can't do it or you're not good enough or you'll mess this up. And then having that process of Going back through it. And that's, you know, one of the first things we do in the fear clearing is write the inventory of everything that's coming up. And then really go back and check in as like, because it's amazing, like you said, you go back and you check in, and you're like, no, that's not true. Why, why do I think that? But sometimes it actually takes us really looking at it, right? Being able to, to look at the fear and say, wow, and then, you know, having this um the the I call it the little t trauma of that you know you can't carry a message right or you know that like flippant comment that we all have that I always joke that it's like the time that like you didn't like score the goal and your dad didn't give you ice cream or something right and we make it mean everything right because it's our little young developing brain that doesn't know how to you know your husband now I'm sure makes like a funny quip at you about something and you don't even it bounces right off of you you like have <laughs> a good chuckle and you don't make it mean anything about yourself right um but when we're at that developmental age we don't realize how those little pings that come in can really formulate what we how we kind of make sense of our the world when we're a grown adult. So what did yeah. moving through that childhood kind of story or any other childhood stories that you felt were getting in your way, what did how did that process go for you?
1: Amazingly, I think it just opened up a whole new reality for me to realize that all these stories that I was telling myself were just complete nonsense, to be honest with you. So I actually, I have a whole journal here that I have done lots and lots of fear clearing. I've gone in and cleared so many limiting beliefs, so many of them. And actually, I think the I, th- I think the biggest thing I would say to people is that when you first look at the fear clearing, it does look like a little bit of work, you know. You look at it and you go, mm. and people don't want to go there, you know. Let's face it; you don't want to go there, right? You know, yeah, it's, it's fun, it's fun mom to visualize it. and do your vision board and stuff. But actually like, <laughs> let's get to the fun um, stuff. Let's where... get to the quantum embodiment. <laughs> but actually, I've actually looked at manifesting has has crossed my path before you had bought a book on manifesting years ago and it was always supposed to be in my life I've realized now when I look back at it because I'd got this book that obviously appeared on Amazon and I was completely drawn to it so I bought it I did this whole book on holiday sat on holiday doing this manifesting book you know, my husband's like what are you doing he's sitting at the pool sunning himself and I'm sitting with a journal going through this book anyway I completely forgot about the book for years um until I came across your work and I it's, it was the funniest thing how I came across you I just need to quickly step and tell this story so I launched my holistic business holistically healthy with Rochelle I launched it on the first of November and I'd gotten it to the point of launching it and I had not the clue what to do the day after not a clue like it was jumping off a cliff into an abyss no clue what to do next and this was really weighing heavily in my mind I launched the business and the first it was like oh this is so exciting and the next day I was like oh no what am I going to do now and then what happened was a podcast popped up on my phone and it was Melissa Ambrosini's podcast. And you were the guest because you were selling your book, right? <laughs> and immediately, it was like my whole squad was going, you need to listen to that right now. And I've had pings for podcasts for months, months, months. And I I, I listened to Melissa Ambrosini. I know her stuff really well. And I haven't listened to her for months and I was so drawn to this episode. I listened to your episode immediately and then I listened to it again. And then the day after, I was hooked watching all your episodes <laughs> because it was all about manifesting. And obviously, there's something about manifesting for me, for my journey, that's obviously really important, right? And... Um, and so I've devoured everything on it because I find it so inherently fascinating. So I'm obviously my soul's obviously drawn to this work and that's why I'm so excited about it because it completely lights me up whenever we talk about it um, or whenever I'm journaling about it. I just feel I'm my soul's in the right place when I'm doing this work. And so the fear clearing work for me, going back to that part, Is that without doing the fear clearing, manifesting is going to be really difficult. Because if you don't remove the false limiting beliefs, you're actually in the wrong vibration, I feel. I feel that you need to remove the false limiting beliefs so that you can raise your vibration up to the level it needs to be, because we need to be in that playful, creative space when we're manifesting. And if half our brain is in joy, but we're really kidding ourselves because the other half of our brain is in fear. So the fear is actually going to stamp out most of the joy vibration that we've got and dampen it down. Now, we may create something that's, you know, half-hearted, but it won't be the full... Embodiment of what we could be. So we, when we're manifesting and we say, you know, this or something better, it might be you get this, but you might not get something better. So for this job, for example, I got two job offers. One of them was not what I wanted at all. It was, I feel it was a test because I had two job offers, this one, and it was like you can go down this path or you can go down this path which is what and it was it ticked every single box on my manifestation every single one every single one nobody could believe it in my family because I told them right from the get-go this is what I'm looking for and I'm not taking it because it's not worth it to me you know it wasn't a financial thing it was a joy thing and it was a you know how I wanted to show up in the world and I'd done 30 years of showing up in the world the old way and this way was just there was no comparison um so the money didn't matter to me you know we didn't it wasn't a financial thing um and I nearly fell off my chair when I saw it I couldn't believe it and it was that night actually that I put the message on the board and it was something like. Half past 10 at night, and I was really, really tired. But for some reason, I got up off my bed and I thought I need to message Cass and tell her what's happened because it was so believable for me, but unbelievable to other people or other people who were taking the course or maybe just started that I thought I need to tell people what can happen, you know, because it's crazy. It's crazy, but not crazy in the same sense.
0: Yeah, it's like it's not crazy at all because it, you you showed up and you did the work. And, you know, and I'm so glad you shared. And I think that part of the full circle of man, the manifestation is also sharing it right is sharing and I think the more of us that are able to say hey like this was a vision this was a dream this was a desire in my heart and look I manifested it in the physical you know the more especially inside the process but just in general in life it gives people more hope to sit through that because you know right now like Saying yes to that job offer, seeing all those box ticked, right? Like, that's a great feeling. And I'm sure it was maybe a little bit more frustrating on those nights where you were going through your list of every reason why you thought it wasn't possible, right? (laughs) When you were clearing out the, you know, a belief from your childhood, when you were, you know, really like slaying your own dragons, right? And you, but, but you did it, but you did it because you knew, and I love that what you said, you know, we, the fear clearing is necessary work. And to me, the way that you did it and the way that I do it, um, it is diligent work. Right It's work that you show up for, like you were saying like I meditated every day, journaled every day, looked through my 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 fears, and I did either the honoponopono, pono pono, which is a great like clearing healing for anyone who doesn't know what that is um that we do in the process that just helps clear the energy around something that you desire in any of your beliefs, but then also releasing it energetically, doing the tapping um every day, what's happening is you shift your vibration around it and you're reprogramming yourself so that you're in alignment with the thing that you desire because our life is always um it's an example of what we believe is possible for us right and that's not a bad thing just because maybe your life isn't exactly everything that you want it's not to say that that's that it's a negative thing. It's to say that, okay, this, what I have right now, you know, the people in my life, the relationships in my life, all the good things. And then also maybe some things that I could see some improvement on is all just showing me what my system believes is possible right now. Right. And not only believes it's possible, but is like completely aligned. with. So it seems like you have a wonderful relationship with your husband that's something that you're just aligned for right like that's just okay this is I get to have this of course I get to have this this is what it is right you know it seems like you also have a lovely relationship with your daughter you're aligned with it great I get to have this this is what I get to have right and then it's like okay this was something where you're like wow could I really have this awesome work-life balance could I really have this kind of position that like gives me all of these different flexibilities and things and there was like a little bit of a gap there, right? And so what you just did is exactly that. You just closed the gap. So that now it gets to be now this vibration moving forward gets to be like, well of course, of course this is how my job works.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think the other thing I would say is also that I think we live in a very um, fear based planet, you know, everything is fear based, you know, when I switch on, well, I don't actually watch the news, which is probably strange to some people, but I find it too much in the fear based, apart from obviously if there's things that are affecting my family, or it's on my doorstep, obviously, I watch it, but generally speaking, I stay away from it. Um, the the programs that I consume now are completely different. They're very frivolous, joyous, you know, things that light me up. What I've realized is that we can choose to live in fear or we can choose to live in joy. Now, don't get me wrong, every day for me isn't joyous. Everyone has their challenges. But I think it's remembering how we show up for them. Um, And I think that's really, really important is that for years I think I used to live in a a victim mindset you know life was done to me rather than for me um and it's taken me a long time to realize that all these challenges that we all go through in life are there for you know a lesson that helps us grow as souls and I think that that's why we're here we're here with challenges big or small some people get really big ones right at the beginning some people have little ones that go right the way way, right the way through their life you know and I've had a few ups and downs but I think what it's really taught me is that not to regret anything in your life right because and I was having a conversation with my mum at the weekend about this about how um I could never regret anything that's happened in my life. And, there, there, you know, there has been trials and tribulations, but if they hadn't happened, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. And I maybe wouldn't have called in my husband, you know, because I'm not the person that I would have been. I would have been a different person because I've had so much growth from these lessons that I've had in my life. A lot of joy in my life as well, but a lot of lessons. And I think that... You know, for a few years before I came across your work, I I was in a dark place for a couple of years and I really felt like I was a victim, you know. Why is this happening to me? This isn't fair, you know. And really, I really took myself down to a really dark place. And I think that sometimes you have to get to a place to realise that the only way you can go is up. Um, and I think that's what opens your mind to the the prospect that there is something bigger. Because it made me think about what what's my purpose? What am I here to do? You know, for the rest of my life is this it? Is this what I'm going to be doing for the rest? There's got to be more. There's got to be more than this. It can't we, we can't be here, you know, to to um, work eat, eat sleep repeat. That can't be it, right? Um, there must be more to it. Um, and that's what set me off on my spiritual path. And there were so many serendipities for that. And I feel that, you know, my divine support squad and we were waiting patiently in the wings until I woke up. And I did wake up when I, you know, I did Reiki right when my oldest daughter was five and she's 24 now and off living her life. And I have, you know, my little Beth who's 10. And um, so I had an awakening a long time ago. But then, you know, that 3D reality just grabs hold of your ankles and pulls you down again and then you forget and you kind of lull off to sleep while things happen, all these lessons and you know, challenges that happen and then it just gets suppressed again and then you get woken back up with something else and here I am and I would never, and I would never want to go to sleep again and, and, and forget all this because life is so much more joyous and so much more exciting because, you know, I'm not a victim anymore. I've realized that I can co-create my reality with my divine support squad and I can actually now manifest whatever I want in my life. You know, I I go out and me Beth says, "Mom, go and manifest that parking space because it's pouring with rain, you know? So even she talks about it and it's actually so amazing because, you know, I want her to know about this. I want her to know that you know this stuff is real, and I think that's the thing is that people think it's not real, and they think it's you know all pocus pocus, and and it's just nonsense. And it's it's absolutely not. It's it's so powerful and so real. you're right you don't just want you know the people in the process to know about it you know I've told my sister-in-law who now thinks life's amazing and all the the possibilities you know and and you just want to tell everyone about it to to stop living in this fear-based reality and to open their eyes to to the possibility that there's so much more you know my mum's mom grandma Peggy she's on my divine support squad and I had this uncanny connection to her my whole life and I never knew her she died before I was born and I, all my life I had this funny connection to her and then I've realized in the last few years that she's actually been with me my whole life crazy so I know yeah. how much. she's sitting with me just now and she's got a wee picture there and we Beth loves her she gives her a wee kiss every night before she goes to bed um, and it's just amazing that you never feel alone you never feel alone it's great I love it I want to tell everyone <laughs> yeah.
0: and you know just like you said it's like you you start with you right that's why like this whole you know, I think sometimes it could the, you know, manifestation journey and creating all these things for your life. People can construe it as, oh, it's so like self-focused or it's so like, you know, driven by you getting things for you. But that's how it starts, right? Like you have to start being the example. You have to be the one that says, okay, well, what's something I want to create in my life? Let me do this work. Let me create it. Because the fact that, you know, your your sister-in-law was able to see what you did gave her the willingness to open up and say, well, if she could do it, let me try it, right? And I think that's like one of the most, and that's also why I wanted to have you on here to, to tell your story too, because I think we need to hear more stories about how, women are doing this and tapping into this and that it's, it's our divine birthright. And this is to live this way and to be in this um, space of being a co-creator. It's, it's everything. And like you said, it's so much more, it's so much more than the things that you end up manifesting. It's the way of being and the way of experiencing in the world that you live in as a result of all this work.
1: Yeah, I, I think that um, I am perhaps one of the the least materialistic people you're likely to meet. I am not materialistic. Nothing against people who are. <laughs> that's absolutely fantastic. For me personally, it's never been something that's driven me. So the manifesting for me is more about um, my happiness my happiness is the wrong word my joy my contentment my feeling of ease and waking up in the morning and looking forward to my day and going to bed at night and not stressing about anything it's actually changed also can I say the way I interact with people at my work because I don't stress about the things that I used to because I think you 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 don't worry as much because you know that a solution will come so for example there's been a few times through doing this work where something's come up at work and I would normally panic about it you know oh my gosh I don't know the answer to this question you know what am I going to do it needs to be in my o'clock a so rather than sitting in fear and panicking where, you know, your creative mind shuts down anyway, right? It's completely pointless. Just sitting there, you're wasting your energy. What I'll now do is I'll take my tea break, pull my card out, I'll get my wee cab poo and I'll take her for a walk around the block. And every time, every time, as soon as I do that, one, because my heart opens up when I see my wee dog shoot because she just fills me with love. So she takes me right out of the panic mode for a kickoff. I get out in the fresh air, I listen to the birds, I look at the trees, and instantly, by the time I've got home within even five minutes around the block, I've got my solution. And I that's not something I'm making up, that's absolutely true. Twice it's happened, big, big problems that I have thought, oh my gosh, how are we going to solve this? you know. Um and by the time I get back to my seat, I've typed it up and I've sent it off to my boss and um happy for the rest of the day and again just blown away going oh my god how would I have dealt with that six months ago so I've not stressed at work for months honestly I'm not stressed for months and it's amazing it's just an amazing way to live your life yeah and my business I know and my business if you had told me a year ago that I would have my own business, I would never have believed you for a hundred different reasons. Again, all those false limiting beliefs, and all I did was I sat down with a blank page, and I just I showed up every day, every day, every day, and I just followed what lit me up. What do I want to create today? Do I want to cook a recipe? Do I want to do a, pod, or a you know a blog post on sleep or meditation or movement or HIIT training or something? And every day without fail after my work in the evening i have show up for one hour and it's so it's been so effortless and that's how I know I've been on the right path with it because none of it has been a struggle. Not one of them has been and even to this day I just did another blog post at the weekend and I sit down and I just meditate for five minutes and then it just falls onto the page and that's how I know. And yet if I tried it a year ago, I would still be sitting looking at a blank page and panicking because I would have all these doubts in my mind. So, yeah, I'm your poster uh, child. <laughs>
0: I love it. You are. You're. You're my shining advertisement. <laughs> so, so for people, for people at home. Um, that are thinking like, wow, that sounds like a nice way to live. And also I'm feeling more like the before version of you. <laughs> um, what, what tools do you use right now on a regular basis that you feel really help you stay tuned in, stay connected and keep you going? And it when when slash if you have those days where you're just woke up on the wrong side of the bed not feeling so connected what are your what are your go-tos on those days to help plug back in
1: well my absolute number one thing is meditation um and i do it every morning and i do it every night so i have your two meditations i also before um i used some youtube meditations um, your ones are great because they're sort of 10-12 minutes so it's very doable so what I do is to make it easy for people who think oh my gosh I will never fit meditation into my day it's not true it's a and <laughs> belief <laughs> um, what I do is so I have my phone at my bed on airplane mode but I have the page with the meditation ready so as soon as I wake up which is actually the best time to do it because you're in the theta state and you're just going to soak it up like a sponge and you're already connected really anyway. I just open my phone, press play, and I'm still half sleeping, actually. I'm still lying down in bed. I'm half sleeping, but I know I'm not going to fall asleep again. I pop my wee lamp on because it's still super dark here in Scotland just now in the morning. And I just listened to it and I just clear my mind. There's no effort. It would take me... You know, it's a snooze on your alarm, 10 minutes, right? It's a snooze, 12-minute meditation. And then I get up, and um, I go downstairs, I have a green juice or a green smoothie. I pop my coffee on to brew, walk my wee cavapoo, which is just amazing in the morning, because as I say, there's something magical about in the morning before the sun's coming up, where it's just me outside, the wee honey sniffing about, and you can see some people are up some people aren't and it's the birds and the you know we're near a stream so i can hear the water and the swish of the trees and it's just it's priceless it's priceless for me and just puts me in the right headspace so after doing the meditation and then being out in nature straight away is just divine for me and then i come home have my coffee and then um i will do some exercise for 20 minutes And then I get back to school and I start my work day. But another tool that I use is the channel journaling, which I've really discovered um, has been amazing. I had a bit of a health scare a little while ago and I channel journaled about that. And that channel journaling that I did um, really brought home that it really works. And the reason is, is that, I usually ask a question, so I'll just write a question at the top of my journal, um, and then I just start writing, and I don't think about what I'm writing, and what happened was, it went from I, to you, you are, da 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 da, to we, so it just moved And it was, I didn't think about the words I was writing and it was like thoughts. I was just, I just wrote it, wrote it, wrote it, and I could hardly keep up with it. My hand was nearly falling off by the time I finished. And then I looked back on it and I couldn't believe it because it was in a different type of, not a different language, a different way to the way that I would communicate, you know, um, And I was absolutely sold after that because it came from a place, it wasn't from me. The first paragraph was, the first paragraph was, because that was from a thinking mind, but then something else took over and it was just, it was so loving. It was from such a loving, supportive place um, that actually, I didn't worry about my I was I was absolutely fine by the way, but the, the thing that I was worried about it was a lump I had and it turned out to be fine. But I was I was really scared about it, right? Because I'm super I've always been super healthy, never had anything wrong with me. And once I finished the journaling, I never worried about it again. And then it turned out to be fine anyway. Um but it was so profound. And the thing is you want to tell everyone, right? You want to tell everyone about it you know yeah. um so those are the two things meditation every day without fail every day even if I don't get to do it in the mornings or if I, you know something happens after I jump out of bed and um, I will do it in my tea break I will never miss it i will never and I just pop a post on the door in case my husband comes down so he knows not to disturb me and he's cool with it you know and it's not his thought process but he's he's very respectful about it and he's like you know if that's you know I do such a difference if that's what's working for you you go for it that's fantastic and um, so that and the channel journaling i would urge anyone out there to try the channel journaling and just you know just don't take it seriously just pop a wee question at the top that's what i do what are you thinking about what's in your mind and, you know um, and then just start writing about it. i did it for my job you know i got guidance for my job what do i do do i go for it I, not? I was so torn right because i absolutely didn't want to go for it um but then I got I got the guidance so yeah that's my two
0: I love it I love it those are great ones um and I'm so glad I'm always happy to give it a public service announcement for meditation I feel like that's like my <laughs> I'm always like please meditate guys it's everything I read a whole book on how important meditation <laughs> is um, I know I've got it <laughs> right i'm like we have to do this because everyone wants to skip the meditating part of manifesting um, it's everything it's so it's
1: everything
0: it's everything um okay so i guess one or two final questions we'll wrap this up but this has been so great um one i i'm just trying to think of like listeners at home what it was kind of going to be going through their head and i think one of the questions might be okay Rochelle, so now you're you're Tapped in, you're connected, you're manifesting, you're seeing these results, you're living in this more joyous reality. How long? What was the transition like? Did you know? How long have you using these tools? Did that start happening? Was it something that you felt like clicked on once you committed to doing these things daily? Or is it something that you feel like has built up gradually and gradually, and now you have a lot of momentum in it?
1: Well, I think it's different for different people. I think it depends what mindset you're in, to be honest with you. I think you need to come with it with an open mind. I think that's the one thing I would say to people is, if you don't um, subscribe to to these tools, what I would say is you've got nothing to lose. They don't, the, the, the tools don't cost anything. You know, you can sit and meditate yourself and see. Um, although I would encourage you, I mean, the, the you know, the, the process has, has gone a lot deeper for me. The tools of, of meditation and journaling I had come across before, before I came across you. But the reason that I don't, do, Deeper with yourself was because I really wanted to get to the nuts and bolts of how it works and how I could get more out of it. And it was actually nothing to do with getting my corporate job, it was actually to do with how to go forward in my business. That was really why I joined because I was in a place that I was stuck. Now I knew how to, I knew the, the nuts and bolts of how to, to, to manifest, but I really wanted to make sure that I was doing it correctly and as it turns out the bits that I was missing was clearing the the beliefs the, all the false limiting beliefs that was the part for me that was missing and because I knew that my my business was so centered I wanted to I think what it was I thought what if I don't do it what if I miss this opportunity and my business could have been so much better than what it is. And I'm not talking financially. I'm really talking from, you know, it's a soul centre business. I'm not in it solely for money. I'm in it to, you know, like you want to s- spread the word about spirituality, manifesting and meditation. I want to spread the word about health and wellness. And so how, you know, how much better you can feel, not just for yourself, but as a mom and how you feed your family and your kids. Um, and, and how much better they feel mentally physically emotionally going through life you know the basic tools to me they're all one and the same they should all be taught at school meditation manifesting um, you know health wellness movement mental health should all be in the curriculum as far as I'm concerned because without it well I've lived the life without it quite frankly and it's a polar opposite to to the way I live my life today so you couldn't you you could go through life and just meditate and and, and try your hand at manifesting but you I think doing the process I would I never I've not regretted, it, and it's it's been worth every moment because it's taken me to such a deeper level of understanding about it and about how to get the most out of it because to get the most out of the tools is to get the most out of life and to, to to make your life so much better than it could be. And that actually is priceless. It's I mean, you can't put a cost in that because it's a ripple effect, right? It's not just about me. It's about how often I walk the dog because I feel like it. it's how often I... Want to get up and exercise? How often I can be bothered to make a green smoothie, or you know, bake with Beth to have more energy and and create more joyous times with her. Simple things. As I say, you know, I'm not about going out and getting a prada handbag, but if that's your thing, go and manifest it. My this the 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 the, the time in my life just now is about joy from within and doing what lights me up. After looking after everyone else in my life for 48 years is to be the best version that I can be so that I can show up better for everyone in my life and to be able to do my job better without being under stress you know and to me that to me that's priceless but it's different for everybody
0: I love that oh my god that was so beautiful and it's true it's it's about your life it's about the kind of quality of life you you want to live and um that's one of the things that I have found you know sometimes when I work with clients or some of the women in the process will reach out and they'll be like Cass are you like always clearing fears like are you always doing this stuff like does it ever end right and I, I say well you know it doesn't if you're relentlessly like I feel like I'm like a relentless pursuer of my best life, right? <laughs> and so just like you were saying, it's like me doing this work, it's 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 for every aspect of my life. You know, it's funny that you say that because I also I when I walk my dog, sometimes I'll I'll go outside, I'll walk my dog like as like a break get some sunshine and I'll do tapping while I'm walking my dog, just some like light tapping. So I only have like one hand mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm walking the dog, but I'll do it and I'll just tap out whatever, you know, whatever happens to be on my mind that day, you know, like, Oh, I'm feeling a little tired today. Or like, I'm worried about this. Or, you know, like I'm human, like all of us. So it's like, whatever it is. And I do that not because I feel like there's some like cosmic homework assignment. But I do it because it makes every part of my day better afterwards. And right? you shift
1: shifting your perception of your situation, right?
0: Absolutely. And so, therefore, <laughs> just like you said, then all of a sudden, you know, a problem arises and you're already on the vibration of the solution for it, right? And you see the possibilities and you're tuned into the guidance and you're, you know, and, and life just flows, as you were describing, really beautiful life just flows better and you're able to be, you're more present for your partner, you're more present for your kids, you're more present for your dog, you're more present and attuned to the beauty of how nice it is just to have the sun on your face, how beautiful it is to be alive today, right? And it's just, you know, one of the phrases um, that was really funny because when I wrote it on the process, I remember somebody on my team was kind of like, that's a little vague I don't think we should have that and I like insisted upon it um was you know living living in the world in a way that's not of it right and you know yes. and and from a marketing perspective they were like no one's gonna get that you know and I was I like no, that. but that's- <laughs> exactly I was like Five people will get it because that's exactly what it is it's like yes. you're living in this world but you're not thinking the thinking of this world you're you're on a different plane <laughs> <laughs> yep. and so thank you thank you so much for coming on the podcast and thank you so much for sharing your story you're I mean you're just not only a star student but also I just think an incredible shining example for what living this work and and working the work um looks like and so before I let you go I'd love you to tell us about your business that you launched and who you work with and what services you offer
1: okay and so my business is Holistically Healthy with Rochelle so I launched it in November and I work with busy women who are really struggling to balance everything in their life so they're trying to balance making meals from scratch they're trying to balance getting a good night's sleep they're trying to balance getting some exercise or some movement into their day they're trying to balance their mental health Um, and I'm there to show them that they can they can use all the tools that I've got and I can show them how to weave them into their life. For example, you know, the meditation, don't hit the snooze button do your 10 minute meditation and meal prepping, meal planning so that they are setting themselves up for success. So when they open the fridge door, they're not prone to, you know, snacking on a, I don't know, a Snickers bar, that they've got food that's prepared at eye level for them and their kids that's ready just to snack on or you know protein that's prepped for the week or you know they've got their lentils they've got their rice they've got everything there that's ready for them and also quick ways to fit exercise and movement into your busy life lots of hints and tips and tricks along that and ways to use essential oils and you know all the things that busy women just struggle to fit in you know I, I would be barely having time to put makeup on the morning when when you know my little one was small because she was pulling at my my skirt you know ripping my tights that I would then need to put on again and it's all about you know setting yourself up for success how can you manage your day better manage your time better because you know we've all got the same 24 hours in the day but it's how are you showing up as your best self so that then you can look after your family But to do that, you really need to look after yourself first. So you need to be, you know, feeding your body well so that you've got the brain function, you've got the energy, you know, you're weaving movement. And, you know, I used to walk at lunchtime. I'm not at the office just now, obviously, but I used to put my movement in at lunchtimes. I would go walking for 45 minutes instead of sitting at my desk with a a sandwich and then I would have a, a salad sitting and I would just plow through my salad while I was, Back at my desk you know there's ways and means that you can do it um and it's just you know I was that person and I've learned so many tools and tricks um, throughout the years that just make it so much easier uh, to manage your work to manage being a mum and a wife um, or or husband you know um, and not make it stressful and overwhelming so that you can sit down at night and everything's done Um, And you've got more family time, which is what it's all about. You know, it's all about having a good quality of life. You know, we're not here to to work, eat, sleep, repeat. You know, we have to have a good quality of life, you know. So that's it. That's what I'm doing.
0: I love that. And I especially, you know, love that that's what you're teaching other people. Because I think from just hearing more of your story and what you are manifesting when has been calling you forth, you know, work-life balance or whatever we want to call that, like work, life, family, enjoyment of life has been just such a central theme of your journey. Right. And something that, and I don't think that's an accident. I feel like we each have those themes right in our life that we're called to that are important to us that are things that we're manifesting things around things that we're constantly you know because that's something that's so pertinent to your soul and your experience it's like you're constantly finding out all the tips and tricks trying out all the different things you know it's been something that you have practiced in what I like to call as LIFE school (laughs) okay LIFE diploma (laughs) which is the most valuable one. Um, And I love that you're passing that on to other busy women and busy moms, because I think that that is, you know, that's a revolution that we need to see more and more of it. We need to see more women being empowered and happy and joyful and, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to be radiant and you know holding all the things that they desire to hold and being able to hold them with grace um so i just love that and for anyone that's listening um i know if you're listening you're probably like obsessed with rochelle's energy i am she's incredible um i'm gonna put all of her her website and her info below so if that's something that you need help with you can reach out to her um and get in touch and see what she has to offer follow her blog and um, we'll also put the info below if you want to check out uh divinely design your life the process or we have the divinely design your life 101 kind of intro workshop if this piqued your interest but you want to know some more um you get to join other fabulous women like michelle in that community of just you know these beautiful lights that are are being this living example in the world of what it's like to live in a, um, a vibration that is, is not common here. <laughs> uh, so I love it. And thank you again for all of your time today. Your story was amazing and you absolutely can carry a message because you were an epic podcast <laughs> in I'll tell my mom she'll be so happy. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out the process and find out more about Divinely Design Your Life at the links below.